And as I said, I wasn't through with Abraham, but I've been using Abraham in this, uh, some of this as an object lesson in dealing with the subject of how God made Abraham, Abraham righteous. But today I want you to look at this of uh, the perspective of why I call this the power or the ability of the Holy Spirit. If you notice something here, and oh, I didn't give you all the verse of scripture. Um, go with me to, um, thank you, man. Girl, I'm going to keep you for another 20, 30 years. <laughs> Mm. I tell you what, boy. That's my little, that's my little sugar bear. Amen. Oh, uh, did oh I didn't get y'all scripture yet. Okay, I when I was waiting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe we need to have church in church, right? <laughs> All right, okay, so go to uh, Titus chapter 3, and let's look at verse, let's go to verse 1. Let's start at verse 1, Titus 3. And let's put this in the NLT. Remind the believers to submit to the government and his officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is right. That's the body of Christ. That's us, right? I didn't get one amen. You know, no, you know, when it's a government and officers, it's not talking about our government and doing things out of order, but in order, Okay. You have government in the church, just like we have government in our country, in our, in our state. Verse 2, they must, they must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. What's quarreling? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Instead, they should be what? Everybody say the word what? Gentle. Amen. And they shall show what? True what? Humility to who? Everyone. Not just your neighbor. Amen. Not just your spouse or your children, but everyone. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Well, y'all, y'all, what's the matter? Y'all don't want that? Verse 3. Once we, two. See, like I said, once we, right? Once we, we was. Two, were foolish, disobedient. We were what? Misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. We're getting ready to get into the, the heart of where we're going. Can you see it? Our lives were full of evil and envy and we hated each other. Hmm? This is this is this is what happened through one man's transgression. We all became participants of this. 
okay? But we don't need to focus on this any longer because now the power or the ability of the Holy Spirit has now given us this new light. And I'm, and I'm a little bit ahead of myself. Watch this. Keep going, Casey. But, everybody say but. When God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love. When God and what? It said our Savior. That's telling you he's one. Right? What did he do? He revealed his kindness and what? Love. So you can't be unkind because someone else is unkind to you. We're gentle, we're kind, not because someone treat us right. See, the true, look, true Christianity will really come forward when you and I, the, in, in spite of the insult, we don't get in the mix of the mud with them. I didn't get one amen. Well, I got one head nod. <laughs> See, this is what Christianity is all about. We get the opportunity. See, the power or the ability of the Holy Spirit is what helped us to put the fuel out, to bring right, right judgment, right justice to something. Not in selfishness, but in the light of your new creation. Okay? All right? Here we go. He saved us not because of what? The righteous thing we had done. That's, boy, that's so, man, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. A lot of good people are going to go to hell because they think, because they thought, because of what they did on the earth gave them, a, gave them credit to get in heaven. Or gave them a ticket to go to heaven. It's not going to be your self-righteous. Amen. I mean, look. Uh, let me show you this verse of scripture before I move on. Go, go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And, and put this up in the classic amplifier. Uh, well, you can put it in the NLT, but look at verse 1, uh, uh, verse uh, 2, I think. Watch this. Well, that's good. If I could speak in all languages of the earth and of angels, but didn't have love, but didn't love others. Did y'all see that? But didn't what? So that, what does that tell me? I could do things for you and not love you. Hmm? Money is a big motivator. Huh? Right? Or power, status, or whatever. You can do things and not. I would only be a noisy gong or a what? Clackling cymbal. Watch this. Keep going. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge. And if I had, if I had, now this is all this is based on presumptions, presumption. Okay. 
if I have, if I and plan all and possess all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountain, but didn't love others, I would be what? Nothing. Is that right? If I gave everything, this is a key verse I want to keep verse I want. If I gave everything, huh? Tell him you'll be all right. If I gave everything I have to the poor, how often we hear that? Huh? Yeah. Even sacrifice my body, I could not boast about it. I mean, I could boast about it. But if I didn't have, if I didn't what? Love others. Can you see that? I will what? Gain nothing. So, so what I'm trying to say, you could do a lot of, and I go back to um, Titus 3, 5. You could do a lot of good things, but that doesn't guarantee you heaven. Okay? Now watch this. So he saved us not because of the righteous thing we have done. Because many people can do good things, right things for others, but it does not qualify you for him. It just simply puts you in, in position of whereas good things can happen to you on earth because you put in a law in motion. I mean, you know, I be at Lowe's a lot. And sometimes I have a lot and sometimes somebody don't have much. And I always tell them, you all go before me. I do that so much the other day. Uh, I was in line with just a couple of things. This person was in line with a, a load of stuff. And he said, he looked back. He said, man, go ahead on. See, what happened? Because I sold that, I received that. That's on earth. You understand what I'm saying? But when it comes to heavenly things, you can't expect the same. Okay? So what I'm saying, your reward could be the righteous thing you've done on earth, could do, your reward, it will be on earth. It won't be an eternal thing. Okay? Because sometimes that's what people base their, their, you know, going to heaven on how they treated people here. Now, we should treat people right. But it's not my right treatment that's going to guarantee me to heaven. Okay, morally, you you are not supposed to be, you know, morally. What's a moral understanding? But that's not going to qualify me for heaven. What qualified me for heaven is receiving God as my Savior, as we read in the prior verse. You see what I'm saying? Receive Him. And then from that point on, He began to do what teaches us how to conduct ourselves in this world that you and I live in, okay? All right. So he said, not because we have done things right, but because of what? His mercy, he washed away our sin. Hallelujah. And given us a new birth. Glory to God. This is why I'm, trying, I'm going to, you know, share with you about the power and the ability of the Holy Spirit. Because why? He give us a new spirit, a new birth, and new life. How? Through the Holy Spirit. 
So it's the Holy Spirit that's at work in you and I. So when I get frustrated or get agitated, because we all will, or you could be, or you become offended, we all will become offended by people's word. Just don't allow your offense to turn into a root of bitterness. And you see that, and and that's where the Holy Spirit is there to help us to do what to walk in that love by what by exercising. See, watch this, uh, Hebrews chapter five, Casey, and look at verse one. I mean, verse eleven, Hebrews five. Look at verse eleven. There is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain. Especially since you are spiritually dull and don't listen. And I mean, <laughs> I guess that's what I put up there. And you don't listen, but they don't seem <laughs> to listen. Amen. See, notice it. No, go back, go back, Casey. Notice what it said. But it is difficult to explain why. Because especially since you are spiritually dull. What would make a what you ever use a dull shovel, a dull knife? Yeah, I think we all can identify with that. Try to cut up a chicken. Well, these young people, they don't know nothing about cutting up no chicken. They just, they buy it already cut up, you know. But, you know, when I was growing up, we had to learn how to cut that bad boy up. And you had to know where to cut him at. Is that right? Chop, chop. But anyway... You know, you ever use a dull knife trying to, man, that could be boring, isn't it? Aggravating. Yeah, it is right. <laughs> well, this is it's giving you the perception of you spiritually being dull. No words. You're not. You're not sharp. You. It, why, why? You have backed away. You have laid down the word. You have laid down the thing that gave you understanding, that gave you this new life. Remember, he said in. In uh, Titus 3, 5, they, you know, it gave us this new light through the power of what? The Holy Spirit. So you see, if you don't allow the word, if you don't, if you're not in a place to hear or receive the word, then the Holy Spirit can't continue to give you more light, meaning understanding of a truth that you embrace. See, it why? Because it's spiritual. And there are times you just can't comprehend these truths with your natural mind. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to reveal these things to you so that you'll be able to look at it now from the physical, from the flesh, and not accept it or receive it for what is, but receive it through the grace and the mercy of God that was revealed to you through your inability and the power of the Holy Spirit help you. So God is using us as his agents on the earth to extend his grace and his mercy toward those who don't deserve it. But notice this, I don't deserve it either. But he saved me. But he loved me. Is that right? So how will others know of the love of God? 
what Jesus said in John 13, I think 13, 34, by the love that we have what? One for another. Can you see that? that so that means you have to demonstrate that. You can't demonstrate the God kind of love without having this new birth. You may be able to perform some attributes of it. But sooner or later, it's going to reveal itself. Because this love does without any rewards. It's not looking for reciprocity. It, uh, am I saying that right? It's not looking for anything in return. This love just doing it because I want to. I just want to do it for you. It's not looking for anything in return. If it was, God is it, you know, because the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. What was he looking for? God looking for fellowship. He looking for friendship. He looking for his family. If anything, that's what love does. Love looked to gain back a family. Relationship. Something that's torn. Something that's broken. Something that's shattered. Hmm? Nothing but the love of God. Okay? But watch this. So he said he had many things to say, but it's, since we are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen, that's the key of being dull. Not listening. Look, faith don't come by what you heard. How does faith come? By hearing. And you have to do what? Keep hearing and keep hearing. And keep hearing until what? Understanding shows up. That's why you keep hearing until understanding comes. You say, well, I didn't heard it ten times. Well, it hadn't sunk in. Because when it sinks in, you start listening for what you did not hear. You know, I'm looking at, I still look at Christmas shows. I'm looking at something now. And I've seen certain Satan so many times, but I'm listening now in a way of something. I said, I never heard that. What happened? See, the more I listen to it, the more understanding of why certain scenes are put together the way they are. Okay? It's the same way with the word. Watch this next verse, Casey. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teachers teaching others. But instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Next verse. For someone who lives on milk is what? Still, one translation says, unskillful. Hmm? Infants. What is the translation that says unskillful? Is it Old King James? Put, put it back in the Old King James case. Unskillful. You're unskilled. That is where? In the word of righteousness. So now it's telling you what you're on, what the milk of the word. See, when you don't 
have, when you don't be attentive to hear the word, you will be unskilled in the righteousness of whose you are. You won't know how to walk in that righteousness that is in you. Why? Because you're unskilled, you're untaught, you're untrained. Why? It's not that it's not there. It's not for your spirit. It's for your soul. Because where, where, you, where are you having the most, where are you being attacked? Through the soul of man. It's fighting for your attention. And if you allow that thing to get in, see, you could be sick in your body. It's like a person can be sick in their body, but not sick in their head. Or you could be sick uh, in your head, but not sick in your soul. I, I said two different things. You can be sick in your body, you can be sick in your head, but, but if you're sick in your soul, now you have to work a work that medicine can't cure. Hmm? Now you're gonna have to be able, now you're gonna have to be able to reverse what is sick. In the soul, what causing you to be? Because if something, if something in your soul causes you to be all boude, you know what I mean by boude, right? Broken down, shattered. And if you don't learn to deal with that, then it will affect you in your physical body through your what? Your emotions. Your feelings going to be involved. And you're going to carry out what you have allowed to build a root system in the soulish part of you. The only, notice this, the, this is why we have the power of the Holy Spirit. It is to bring light to the truth of who you are and give you the opportunity to do what? To either receive it and act are rejected and continue the way you are. Hmm? Did you understand what I just said? See, the Holy Spirit is not going to just take your mouth and just make you do it. Now, there are times that the Holy Spirit will use your vocal cord and speak right through you. I had that happen one time. And that's been over 43 years ago and have not happened again. Because that's, a, that's part of the gift of the Spirit. We don't live by that. But we do live by the power of the Word. And the Holy Spirit is the instrumentation. Notice it. He is the instrument that gives you and I the way to go. What is he doing? He's navigating you out of the life that's in you. That new life you got in you is born of God. That new life that's in you is what the Holy Spirit is shining light on. This is how you behave. This is, this is, this is how you're supposed to walk. Yeah, I, but Lord, look what they say. Yep, I know. But what he told, he told Ananias, 
He's a chosen vessel of mine. Notice God didn't complain. Notice God didn't say, well, I know that no good rascal. I know what he did. I know what he did to my name. I know what he did to my son. I know what he did this and that. But you know what? Uh, praise God. You want your little bitters to stay here with you? Wow. Amen. And we don't have long. Wow. How many you got? Three. What other one? Oh, you're missing one. Oh, y'all are so cute. And look how y'all well behaved. Come on, Sister Pat. They, they good. They good. She said, look at them. <laughs> they just show y'all that good side. <laughs> All right. So, so, but now notice this. So for everyone who partakes, only of milk is unskilled. Where? In the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. See, you and I as a believer, we're not retaliating or who has, who's the most intellectual person in this conversation. No, we're not battling with words. Our life don't belong to us. We died to all of our aspirations inspiration. So the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. And he is not in the business of me arguing, retaliating. He's not in the business of me getting even. Hmm? See, the Holy Spirit won't help you with that. And that's why sometimes I say, God, where were you when I needed you? He was right there, but you did not understand you was a spiritual babe. You were unskilled in the word of righteousness. He was trying to share with you because it's in your spirit, but because you won't take time to train your soul, train the way you think. You know, sometimes people say, well, you know, I just got this bad problem. I just act before I think. Right? You ever done that before? Oh, I've done that before. You ain't going to do it too many times because it'll get you in trouble. Right? Now you're going to stop and say, oh, no, 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 no. Is that right? All right, next verse. But solid food belongs to whom? Those who are what? A full age, that is, those who by reason, listen at this, of use have did what? They, what have they done? Have their senses what? Ooh. Right? Now, why is that word good and evil there? Because of the fall. Whenever you are in doubt about the scripture of something, see, always go back to Genesis 1 and 2 
It was, and three, it was, it's the whole Bible. When you, if you understand the first three chapters of the, of the book of Genesis, you got it. So what did Adam, what did, what did God say? For the day you eat, that Genesis, what, 2, uh, 17, I think. For the day you eat of the tree, notice this. He didn't say the tree of, of, of eat of the tree. He said the tree of the knowledge. Hmm? So the tree had what? Ah. Uh, Put it, put it up there, Casey. Uh, I hate the term, but I got you over so many scriptures. <laughs> I wish I had more than one stream that I can, boom, boom. One day, I'm going to be able to have, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Genesis 2, notice it said, for the day that you eat, well, let's give him a moment and find it. Get it up there. I don't know if it's verse 16. That is. The Lord commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, Watch this, verse 17. But the tree of what? Pay attention. No, don't pay attention to the word fruit. But the tree of what? That tree, notice this. So you and I have knowledge of both good and evil. You have knowledge. And he said, for the, day you, for the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. That die, it's not, it could be physical, but it's not just physical. That spiritual death, it could end in a divorce. Spiritual, a death can come in a divorce. A death can come in a job relationship. A death can come in with a friend. There are many deaths that can take place to different things in our life. Especially what God has assigned at you too. Huh? But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. You shall not what? For the day you eat thereof, you shall be what? You shall what? Surely die. So go back to that verse, that verse of scripture back over there. Casey, in Hebrews chapter, uh, chapter 5, verse 14, notice what he said again. So you now know where that good and evil come from that tree. Oh, I, I got to show you this. Go back. Genesis 3, 6. Watch this. God told him what not to. And this is why we're going to say to exercise your sin. Watch this. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, huh? Is that right? That it was what? Pleasant to the eye. Well, how did it become pleasant to her natural eye? He gave, he spoke words. Watch this. Go back to verse 5. For God, no. Verse 4. Then the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. 
Now that's talking about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right? Okay, you don't get it. Go back to verse 3. Verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Next verse. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Did he say that? No. Because what happened? Go back. You see, when you don't have your instruction right, she said, nor should you touch it. God didn't say that. That was added. Right? Now go to the next verse, Casey. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall not what? Surely die. Watch this. What is he doing? He's, the serpent, Satan is using that serpent to speak through. Today, Satan is using what? People to speak through. The Holy Spirit of God is using people to do what? Speak through. So you see, there's a fight for your soul. And that's what the scripture says in Romans 6.16, to whom you yield yourself servant, his servant you become. Why? Because you gave yourself over to that. How often we gave ourselves over to a situation and we knew we shouldn't have did it and after we'd done it we said, and, and, and the way it turned out, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I knew I shouldn't have did that. I knew that was not right. Well, don't let it be something to condemn you, but use it as a mean of saying, next time I'm going to get it. Next time this is not going to happen. Next time I'm going to see it. I mean, understand what I'm saying. Watch this. Next verse, Casey. Almost done. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, what did she see? She saw. But how did she see it? Words were spoken. What, was, what word was spoken? You shall not surely die. A, another voice, Brother Joe. God said one thing, but the serpent used, I mean, Satan used that serpent to say another thing. Well, he's not using a serpent, he's using people. The word of God is telling you how to stand on this. And then somebody else, with their little sweet self coming along and tell you, you know, <laughs> it's all right. And you understand what I'm saying? And you have to, <laughs> it shouldn't be a hard decision. You should say, no, I'm not going to violate the word of God. Some people will violate the word of God over what somebody said because he, you know. 
Hmm? So she saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eye. Why? Because her thinking mechanism was on it. Hmm? She begun to do what? Think on what the serpent said. God know that in the day you eat of that tree, you can become like God, knowing good from evil. My whole point is to show you where good and evil came from. And to show you back in just a moment, take you back to uh, Hebrews 5 to show you this is why you have to learn how to exercise your senses. Hmm? You're exercising your senses for what? So that you can discern between good and evil. Because you cannot discern if you don't have the word of God. I mean, I mean, look what's happening in our world. You got men think they can become women. You got women think they can become men. So their senses have has been has been exercised to darkness. See? So when they ate off the tree and saw and it was pleasant to the eye and the tree to be desired to make one wise, make one wise, how would you how did they become wise? See, why that wisdom came out of their disobedience when God told Adam what would happen. That's why that knowledge, see, the knowledge of darkness will give you understanding to self-righteousness, to a new way of living, a new way of thinking. You just don't derive, you just don't arrive there. There's only two forces govern the earth. Romans 8, 2 says, for the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That's the two laws. You have the one that has life and you have one that has death. But if you don't know the word of God <clears throat> in the culture that we live in today, they'll think that everything is, is changed. Everything is okay. I mean, we got people think that the Bible is outdated. Huh? They think you got people today in today's culture. We need to rewrite the Bible. The culture has changed, and we're gonna we're gonna see about having it. We, we, we do have classes for. Okay. We're gonna do better next week. Do y'all are y'all getting this? You can't change God. You may change some law, but you're not gonna change God. You may make something permissible or accepted in some places, but that don't mean you change God. Because at the end of the at the end of the day, we all gonna stand before God. 
whether you save or unsaved, you're going to all stand before God. Not your flesh, the, the person, the spirit of you that, that he put in you, you're going to answer. You're going to answer. There's no such thing you're going to escape. There's no such thing as I didn't know. The Holy Spirit is talking loud every day Amen. to those that are saved and those who are not. Because if, even those who are not saved, your conscience is, your, is, the, is the intuitive knowledge that God has put inside of you that knows him. No, no, no. No human. The only human that gets a free ride it's them little babies right there. They innocent. Every one of them go to heaven. Boom, something happened. Every one of them go to heaven just like that. Every one of them. But all of us that's above, that's 12 years or older, no, nah, accountability kicks in. Are y'all following me? Let me close with this. I, I, I'm not done with this, but I just want to show you this is how perversion, this is where it started. It started in a perfect setting. So don't you tell me the enemy can't infiltrate your camp, can't infiltrate your home. Hmm? Many parents are shocked to know how their children are living. They have no idea. I mean, my mom and dad have never bought me one of these right here. I can date that right now. What? What you need with that? <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't use that because time has changed. And some things are good, but... You know, what a, what, a, what a kid need with a, a phone like that, with all that information in that. And guess what? You can't have this without internet. It don't function. I think it has some functionality, but it, it, it don't really do much without being connected to the internet, right? So you got brilliant minds set how little by little to capture And if, now, Casey, okay, so put that back up there, and I'm closing with this, uh, uh, Hebrews 5, 14. If you don't exercise your senses, notice the word I use, exercise. You think they're for something else. You think anything goes. If you don't exercise your senses, notice this. Solid food belongs to those who are full age. That is those who by reason of use have exercised their senses. Huh? That have used, I mean, I mean you by reason of use have their senses exercised. Notice how I, use the, how I use the word. By reason of use. 
by reason of youth. That means you've been working it, you've been using it. Hmm? Any muscle in your body can deteriorate if it's not used. You can die of malnutrition if you don't eat. Organs can shut down, right? But when they're used, right, we, we live, right? This is trying to show you this is why the power of the Holy Spirit is so important because you can't discern without him. We live in a culture today, they don't know. And I'm just trying to tell you, even you and I, do not take your life for granted just because you're born again, just because you got a little something going on. You could still, you could, you could lose the vitality of what you once had. Because hmm? it's not automatic. Just because I learned something, even myself, just because I know these things or whatnot. If I don't if I don't apply this, if I don't keep hearing this, if I don't keep feeding on this, I'm going to lose a step. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing because, well, you're the preacher. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean diddly squat. Preacher, believers, preachers, prophets, apostles, all have to do the same thing that you do. Hear the word. Study the word. Feed on the word. Everybody have to hear the word. Everybody have to absorb the word. Or you go, notice what he said. But solid food belongs to those who are full age. That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. Yeah, I know. <laughs> have discerned both good and what? Evil. If your senses are not, if you are not in that place, and the only person can bring you there is the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't do this in yourself. Now, I'll close with this verse of Scripture. Go back to the Scripture we opened up with in um, Titus 3.5. Hopefully you get a little bit more glimpse of what I'm trying to show you when he said, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is there through that new birth. Put that in the NLT because I like how, that, how, how I put it up there. The NLT when it says he saved us not because of the righteous thing we have done, but because of his mercy, he washed away our sins. Given us a new birth, <laughs> a new life through the Holy Spirit. And that's what you have. Now you have to continue to feed on that, continue to hear the word of God in that, so that you can have that. It's not going to just happen like right here, fall off a tree. You have to desire it. Did you get anything out of that?